can go to Facebook Live and watch our conversation at facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Dr. Flores Levy-Kademi is the director of the Pediatric Daycare Unit and the Division of Pediatric Endocrinology here at Shari Tzedek Medical Center in Jerusalem. Shalom and Shalom. welcome. Thank you. Nice to speak with you. Where are you from originally? Iran. Are you really? <laughs> really. So now you got to give me a brief history. <laughs> okay. You leave Iran at what age about? 21, in wow. the middle of the medical school. So you start medical school in Iran. Yes, in Tehran University. In Tehran University. And then it, it's, and it, it's a convenient time to leave or no, a no. necessary time to leave? How would you describe well, it? Well, my mother and brothers are still there. But um, it was a time if I stayed in Iran, I had to sign for the government to go to the periphery of Iran and uh, ser- give a service for seven years. So they didn't want me to go there. And that was the last moment to leave and so did i you, left and did you leave through regular um yes. uh, with, with permission r- regular i came to turkey and from there to israel we they don't know i'm in israel but i came where do they assume you are at this point uh i disappeared <laughs> they <laughs> have no I- you have no they identity they didn't look for it but i think if they want to look for it they will understand right. it so your family there is not really in danger for that reason they're just no no, right. it's 30 years. Right, it's 30 now. years later. Yeah. My gosh. Uh, when did you get to Sharet Tzedek? Ten years ago. And what has that experience been like so far? Uh, a very nice one. I finished my fellowship in endocrinology. Right. And um, in Sharet Tzedek, in the pediatric ward, we didn't have an endocrinology unit. And we, we, we are, we were, they were having a lot of diabetic patients coming to the hospital, and they couldn't treat them. So they needed really an endocrinologist. So when I finished my fellowship, they just were looking for someone. I was lucky to get the position. And then I had to do everything from the basics. So the uh, first days, I was the doctor, the nurse, the dietitian, the social worker. But then little by little, we built everything. We are now a staff of 20 people. And I had three diabetic patients I brought with me from my previous clinic. And we are now more than 350 children with diabetes treat, being treated in charity. If you go back into medical history... When did this turn begin where there were very, f- from when there were very few pediatric patients with diabetes to where there's a significant number? Where was it that this transition took place? Well, till 1921, we didn't have a treatment for diabetes. So diabetic children died in a few months. So we didn't, we couldn't do anything with them. And in 1921, insulin was discovered. We started treating diabetic patients, and we have a good uh, record of the incidence of diabetes in the world um, for 40 to 50 years. And what we see is a gradual, steady increase in the incidence of diabetes in children and in grown-up, but more uh, common in children. And completely gradual. There wasn't one very big spike at any point. Uh, No, there are some fluctuations, but every year the worldwide incidence is increasing every year for three to four percent for type one diabetes but there was an epidemic of type two diabetic diabetes in children which we weren't used to see it Uh, in america third of the adolescents with diabetes are type two because of the overweight and obesity epidemic in america and it's coming to israel as well we're seeing more and more adolescents with type two diabetes 
uh, we're seeing a lot of diabetic children and it, it will be a, an epidemic very soon. And the majority, and I, I know there's a difference between type 1 and type 2, but the majority of the pediatric cases you would say is because of obesity or not no, necessarily? No, the They're majority is type 1, which is not related to obesity. That is what, hereditary or it's something that develops as a young kid? What is it? It's multifactorial. There is some genetics, some environmental, but the bottom line is that we, not, we don't know exactly why some children develop type 1 diabetes. So on type 2, it's very likely that you might advise or others in your department might advise the parents and child that the child has to start by losing weight, right? Or has to eat differently or eat better, whatever the case may be. And very likely, you'll see positive results. When it comes True. to type 1, the only, way the, the only way to treat it with be, would be with medication. With or, insulin, and just that's insulin. It. And learning to live with it, or it, it, there, it could be a time where it's not as prevalent or where, where you actually the child is not suffering from it anymore? Not at the moment. It's a li lifelong it's a disease lifetime. for the time being, and the only way to give insulin is by injections. Right. So it's very aggressive. So we had a three-year-old uh, child that we discharged today from the hospital that has to get four to five times injections of insulin. A day? A day. And he has to check his blood uh, six to ten times a day by pricking his finger. So it's not that easy. We do have technologies. And technologies like uh, continuous uh, glucose monitoring and pumps, insulin pumps, are doing better job with treating diabetics. But still, many parents do not sleep in the night. Right. Many parents stop working and stay with their children. It's very time-consuming, and it's very hard to treat a child and with there diabetes. And there's no 2020 technological advancement where... Something can replace the pricking of the finger where it could be... Yeah, this is the continuous glucose monitor. Right. It replaces very good, but not 100%. Well, I, but would also it's think still I would also think it would be hard to have that in every home, right? Or, or no, in Israel, in Israel, unfortunately, it's reimbursed. So every child who needs it, they will, it can it. Get, they will have it. But remember, it has to be on your body the whole time. Right. So there are some adolescents which do not like it because it rem reminds them they are sick all the time. Uh, adolescents uh, like their body image. They don't want to disturb it with machines. Right. Uh, adherence to treatment is very difficult. You just cannot go to a movie and have popcorn and coke like all your friends because then the sugar will go up and you won't sleep the whole night. You know what they say about that? Easier said than done. You know yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> We're with Dr. Flores Levy-Kademi, Director of Pediatric Daycare Unit and Division of Pediatric Endocrinology here in um, Asharit Sadik Medical Center. And what about the other thing? What about trying to develop? Can't you speak to your pharmacy about developing a pill <laughs> for insulin instead of a, a well, shot? Well, that has been a 40 years uh, battle uh, experiment. Yeah. Uh, insulin is a protein. So when it goes to the stomach, the acid in the stomach just destroys it. So this has to be uh, done by injection. Yeah, the closest thing we have gone to is an inhaled insulin which is not available in Israel. The reason it's very expensive and um, it's politic. They didn't want to bring uh, it because it. of the money, but we don't have any oral insulin So yet. it's, it's going to remain as an injection for a while? For a while, but we are improving uh, our treatments all the time. A miracle will come, not tomorrow, but it will happen. And very often, even the youngsters are learning to inject themselves, right? Like at a certain at age. At the age of 10, 11. They're, they're learning to do it on their own. Sure. We teach them. Right. We have a great uh, programs of education in diabetes here in Sharitzadeh. And we are doing actually now 
a program of uh, Independent Day. We, we are teaching 10 years old children who were diagnosed when they were babies or children didn't understand anything about diabetes, treating diabetes, being independent. And uh, we're doing a research on it to see if it's effective or not, but we're teaching them to get some responsibility on their disease. I thank you very, very much thank for you. being here today. Thank and you. Iran's loss is Israel's gain. What do you think <laughs> of that? Thank huh? you very much. <laughs> you got thank it. Thank you.